Hey, everybody. Welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's podcast number eight. Eight. And it's 108. <laughs> About that. We're here with um, my favorite man in the mini bike world. We named him Apley, the authentic, genuine celebrity of the mini bike hobby. It's Evil Ed. How's it going, guys? But we also have with us straight out of Whittier... I'm, like, I thought I had a passion about mini bikes and collecting. Man, I could just go wait in the truck. Because the man I have <laughs> with me here is William Perea, a.k.a. Taco Bill. This guy is not only an extraordinary builder and car enthusiast, but he's got a collection of Taco mini bikes unlike anyone. I was trying to do some half-assed math. You know, I got, I got through community college, so my math is pretty basic, right? I, I figured just with the tacos alone, there's over 34, 36 frames l lurking in your garage. So, yes, there is. Uh, welcome to the show, and thanks for coming up. I know you weren't feeling too good. You feeling a little bit better now? Feeling okay. A little bit better. Maybe it's the heat. I don't know. It's pretty hot. Well, you're going to have a long summer then if it's the heat, right? <laughs> Ed, when I saw you rolling down, you looked like you had had it with the heat today. Oh, yeah. It was freaking hot. What were you doing? You said you were I working on... Well, working on I, Dino's car or something? No, well, he was working on it. I was watching him while I was working. What's up with your air conditioner? Nah, it's broken in the truck. Oh, in the truck, okay. What do you do at the house? Do you have air conditioning in the house? You just got the fans no, blowing. Yeah. House? Well, who knows, right? I got like <laughs> 10 fans going. So you're sweating Doors it. open. <laughs> so you're sweating it out literally. Yeah. Um, well, you can see what we've done here. We've got we've got the AC on. It says 64. That one's working pretty good, though, I think. Good. Well, we do what we can. And, Bill, with that said, um, thanks again, especially if you weren't feeling that good. Thanks for rolling up. All right. Thanks for having me. Uh, our pleasure. Our pleasure. You know, we're going to get right into the tacos, which right. is um, obviously that, that name and that bike. Mm -hmm. uh, it's synonymous with what we do here in this mini bike world. Uh, one of the most popular brands out there. And I just went out, tried to do some homework, and was looking at all the different years and all the different makes and models. Yes. And not only is it awesome in terms of its historical nature but the different bikes mm -hmm. and you have i understand with the latest edition you've just completed having every taco tell us tell us about your collection would you please i just yeah, like i can't from, wait to get to it it, it goes from 63 to 1970 okay and i got every year of every model that they made so everyone everyone and how many are there accurately in total 34 34 yeah 16 different models. It's crazy. Right? <laughs> How many tacos do you have? How many have you had, do you think, in your time, Ed? One. One? Because you're, you're, so, you're a Bonanza guy, right? Yeah. One, one taco, and then I sold it. What model was it? A 22. Do you know a year? Because what year were those tacos, 22s available? The first came out in 64. It was I called the burrito. 67 or 8. Okay. So I have. Did I own a taco? No. Mine was the Frioli uh, Raw Tone. That was, yeah. yeah. So I, and I did have, I, I correct myself, we had that one Frioli that we built for CRC. Oh, that's that right. was a modern day version. It wasn't one of the older ones. So how, I guess the first question would be, what was it that triggered your zeal, not only about the taco, but then, Bill, that, that day that you decided you're going to get every one of these things? Tell us a little bit about that. I was thinking about that today. How did it start? I don't know. I've had mini bikes since 67. But maybe collect all of them? I don't know. It just kind of happened. <laughs> what about the first one? The first taco that started the collection and had interest? Do you remember that? Yeah, I still have that bike. Okay. So How did you acquire that one? Probably the SWAT meet or something. 
I, I don't remember, but uh, I got one, then I got another one. I've always grew up with them, and it just kind of, it just kind of snowballed. Then did it get to a point like one day you had a dozen of them, or was yeah, yeah. Then I was buying them, selling them, restoring them for people. Then I found out, hey, they're not getting out. There's not that many out there anymore. So I better save my stuff, and then just start accumulating parts after that. Sometimes you got to buy a whole bike just to get a front fork or get the back shocks. So then you accumulate all this stuff. I go, hey, why not just get one of each? But then the more I got into it, I didn't know that there was this model, there was that model, and that model, and it just kept going and going and going. Okay, so you're a young guy, you're a car lover, you're mm -hmm. a bike lover, because you're into all kinds of things. I was just, yeah. I, I love your posts. Oh, thank you. Getting to see all the vehicles, and I know you're an early Ford lover. Yes. It, yes. it seems like, mm -hmm. and I, as I, as I had had a chance to meet you, it was through Ed, mm -hmm. and uh, you helped us. Thank you again. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have a little something for you for your help there. Oh, last year thank you very judging, much. Because I know it was a bit of, of a surprise, but you were a big help with the judging last year. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it hot that day too? It was hot. Yeah. Well, I think let's face it. From now until now until like October, oh, yeah. it's like it's gonna we signed up for for mm -hmm. it being hot. So you um, you're a Southern California guy. Yeah, born you're, and raised here. Okay, yeah. whereabouts? El Sereno. Okay. Area. So you're going to Pomona, you're going to Long Beach, you're yeah. out at all the events, and you're kind of in the swap meet because yeah. it's not like there was Craigslist and eBay back then, right? No, there wasn't that. <laughs> well, that's when you, if you wanted something, you saw, had to read the newspaper, yeah. call the person up, go look at it in person. No one could send you pictures or text you or this like now. You had to actually do it the, the hard way. Uh, you know what? I totally overlooked that. You are so damn right. I go back to the times when I was bopping around without a car phone or a cell phone or there was no FedEx. Mm -hmm. Remember those days? Yeah. And then there was no computer, so everything was on that typewriter. And then you put a friggin' stamp on there, and then you waited. And if you missed the early drop-off, and then it took eight yep. days, and then you maybe heard from somebody, <laughs> uh, too. So, uh, so okay, so knowing that you had a little bit of that to deal with, mm -hmm. you're hustling for these tacos. Oh, yeah. Now you're you're not married at the time. You're you're you're, no. you're you're about to get married when when all this stuff is going on. Yeah, I was married. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was so married. And this was your hobby. Yeah. Okay. So you now got a dozen of these tacos. Mm -hmm. You're starting to work on them. People are coming to you, ask, asking questions. Maybe. Yes. I'm trying to get to that place when you decided that you were really going to try to essentially covet that whole that whole group of tacos ever made i think people were getting me pissed off how call themselves like taco this or taco that you know and uh <laughs> Wait, the, getting the, pissed the, off because you had already established in your myself, mind yeah i've been yeah. taco bill for over 20 years you know and, and uh i figured you know what i'm just gonna go for it and, just, it and just get here every model and just show them hey I am Taco Bill. Nobody, nobody else. When uh, I guess the big question I really had had, uh, in addition to finding out why you had a passion for these tacos, is obviously the nickname. Mm -hmm. Who 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 donned you with the Taco Bill? Was it just that obvious to everyone? I, I did that myself. So you, you were one of the first guys that accurately gave himself his own nickname. Yes. That's that's supposed to be impossible, Ed. Not really. Yeah, well, I mean, usually nicknames are given to you by someone, yeah, and then right. when you coin your own, people you typically give to, you like, shit. Make but this sure is... that if you're buying something from you, you weren't buying from regular Bill, you were mm. buying from Taco Bill. So I Googled Taco <laughs> Bill. Uh-huh. And you and about 25 million 
Mexican restaurants. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Pop yeah. up. But there you stand and you, you through owning it, you are the, the taco guy. I, I, I remember Greg Gill from uh, BCII. Those were the guys who were at the uh, mini bike show. Joe's mini bike reunion this October 1st. Uh, they were at the mini bike show coordinating some possible television stuff. And one of the one of the things that they wanted to do as a part of this, this I don't know what they call them. Um, not pilots, but one of these promo videos okay. was to get to your collection. Oh yeah. So the collection not only was 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 building its reputation back in the day, but fast forward to 2015, and mm-hmm. all these guys in in this this scene are mm-hmm. are aware of you. Yeah. That that so you definitely did the job there. I think I can't put my name on myself. Back when I used to show the bikes, back in the early 90s, we used to go to the Moon Eyes Hot Rod reunion and stuff, and we had a little display there with our bikes. And it just kind of evolved from there. What kind of reception did you get when you rolled up with a mini bike? I used to have a bike like that. I had a bike like that. See, I still got the scarf from them when the chain came off and hit me. <laughs> you know, everybody has a story. Oh, so sure. many stories. So you, um, you had had to become an expert at the tacos just through the collecting and the working on them. What what model did you did you did you find yourself have, having a preference for a particular taco? Was there one that? For whatever reasons you really, really, really had an affinity towards, I think it was the the F eighty five Matterhorn. Ah, that's what I was going to say. And that that, bike that was is the so bigger cool. bike, right? Yeah, with the Zundat fifty cc engine in it. Yeah, very limited run, from what I understand. Yeah, not very many of those. Yeah. Uh, did you did you enjoy actually riding a working bike? Most of these tacos, or you know, how 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 many of them that you have in the collection were actually were you riding at the time? Many of them, or a uh, couple of them, two or three of them. Okay. You know. But uh, it takes so much time to keep them going. You can't keep them all going. You know, the diaphragms go bad and the sure. gas goes bad and stuff. So I just kind of got them set up on display. Yeah, for those of you who have not had the chance to check out the collection that, that Bill has, it's available on YouTube. You just Google Taco Bill's... Uh, Mini Bike Garage. Mini Bike Garage, yeah. It's also on Facebook, on Facebook as well. Yeah. And uh, I was just amazed. And they're very short videos, like 25-second videos where mm-hmm. you just get teasers. And a lot of other cool stuff in that garage. So, yeah. you know, the, the cars. But before we get into that stuff, so when you were in the midst of collection, or excuse me, collecting all these bikes, mm-hmm. tell us about some of those stories, were, so, about some of the buys, some of the picks. Were any of them particularly easy? Like, did you get any free ones, or were any of them particularly hard, where you had to pay a lot of money to get your hands on one? Some cost some money, you know. Uh, what was one of the more tougher models that you had to kind of reach deep into that pocket for? Was there probably the F eighty five? And how did it, you it, find that bike? Th- that's the priciest bike I've ever bought. Do you want to give us a little idea what something like that may have cost, and and at the time? I, I bought it for twenty five hundred bucks. When was at, that? Was that at, recently? Yeah, about two years ago, and I had to drive up to Sacramento for it. How did you find it? Mm, I forgot. Like I a friend of a remember. friend usually? You know, Probably, you yeah. get a lot of that? I get a lot of phone calls from people. Hey, I got this bike. We'll check it out. I go, send me a picture, and then, you know, go from there. How many times has that happened where you have, because people's notoriety of you being the taco guy... I would assume that anytime anybody came across what they thought was a rare taco, they're probably calling you, hey, hey, uh, Bill, yeah. I'm over here in Diamond Bar. How, how often was that happening? And, and that how happens did... quite a few times, you know. But sometimes they, they just label a mini bike as a taco. Sure. It could be a Bonanza or a Cat, but they say it's a taco mini yeah, bike. Yeah, look at but Craigslist. 
Yeah. Taco mini bike. That's no taco. It's, it's some Sears thing, you know, and yeah. somebody boogered it up, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like Kleenex. Yeah. So it's like a generic, almost like for mini bike. And then you certainly had to also be on the on the look, whether it was current day Craigslist mm-hmm. or eBay listings. And when you see some of these tacos, you know the good ones and the bad ones right away, don't you? Yes, yes. How do you, how do you know? I know it's your experience, but what is it about these ads? What is it about these prices that automatically either eliminates them from your consideration or you know you gotta jump on it? Like, what would get your attention if you're going through like Craigslist uh-huh. and you see a bunch of quote unquote taco mini bikes? Do you, do you, how do you evaluate it? Just the picture? Just by the picture. And I can just kind of tell, okay, this is this and this and that. And just experience, I'll tell you. you know. And then when you talk to the guy too, right? If you get yeah. to that point where you're... I see where he got it from, where he, history on it or something. So so while you were doing this, had I know you had see, received some SoCal exposure and some write-ups. And I know that you're, you're really a, fa- uh, a favorite in terms of what you do and the taco collection that you have on OMB. Have you ever gotten any other notoriety where the media has wanted to take a peek at the collection or maybe find out a little bit about the history? No, I'm kind of low key. Yeah, you, you, you yeah, are. Yeah, just. I drag him into all this. Stuff. Yeah, it's, it's him. He's blaming on Ed. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, as, um, as I had had the chance to not only meet you, but then see you, uh, it, it was through my event and I, 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 you remind me of Robert De Niro, <laughs> you know, especially with the, with the, when he was on Heat. Oh yeah, the goatee. You know, yeah. yeah, and your disposition. And then, as I was joking about that, you know, I was looking at some of your stuff online. It's like, hey, if you're going to be a part of the mafia, like, what would your role be? And you, you're like the kingpin. <laughs> so, so I guess I was on the right track. Uh, you're, you're out there now. You know, you're going to the events and you're, you're mm-hmm. active online. Uh, I recently. Um, saw this uh, a new taco and it I, I think it's the 100b or nb what is that and it's it's priced uh, not really a roller it's just the frame with the suspension in the seat and the retail on and that's been a, a much talked about bike i think that bike had been talked about a year or two ago and i, I just looked at it uh, what do you think about a a, a frame you know, with the handlebars, and it looks good. It looks like it's got some front suspension and rear suspension, so it, mm-hmm. it's beyond a basic frame. But uh, yeah, but it just doesn't have the right shocks. Looks like the seat's too tall. Mike, well, Mike, I guess my question is, wh- what is it that you think about some of these mini bikes that are are still being built compared to those old tacos? You know, uh, the, the the quality, I mean, is good. Okay. Whoever's making them is doing a good job. Yeah, the welding's a lot better yeah, now. And yeah stuff like that but it's not an original one you know so. yeah to me i equate it to like like right now you can go buy a real badass challenger mm-hmm. you know they got that dodge hellcat mm-hmm. oh yeah in fact shout out to dodge <clears throat> for all you do for roadkill uh that hellcat man <laughs> and then i don't want to let the cat out of the bag but they ain't done <laughs> right <laughs> Like Didn't you can go I get a new chair. Coming out with a Barracuda. Uh, uh, I hope I'm an A-body freak. I love dusters and I, demons. I heard they were might be coming out with a Barracuda. And I'm just waiting for that. I'm waiting for the duster to come out with 
you know, all the I, I think they're going to relaunch a lot of their popular lines. It's just it's oh, happened, okay. right? The Mustangs and the Camaros and the Challengers. But I guess what I'm getting at is you can go down to Pete Ellis Dodge and you could, man, sixty thousand bucks. You walk away with like seven hundred horsepower, a really badass Challenger. But the reality of it, just like the mini bikes, is like, yeah, I know that the new ones are out. But you know we wanted that 1970 Challenger. Those are yeah, the like Kowalski car. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so I, I, I understand that part of it. I know that just like the muscle cars, mm -hmm. I've always equated mini bikes to muscle cars. You know, it was the same guy. Yeah. Kind of the same era. Mm -hmm. And as they got older, they got cooler. And there was a time where they were taken for granted. Yeah. You remember, your cars were just littered. Dusters and oh, yeah, Camaros all over. All, yeah, and, and Challengers were all shit, over the right? place. Mustangs, Mustangs were all over the place. And now it's changed Volkswagens a little bit. Volkswagens huh? were all over the place. Nothing yeah. now. Pintos were all over yeah. the place. Vegas. Vegas, yeah. So, uh, or the Gremlin. The Gremlin. <laughs> so was it? Did you say it was the Matterhorn that was the tough one? Yes. Okay, so that was one of the tougher ones, and that that one, you know, twenty five hundred bucks for a mini bike. Like, I I don't know that I've done that. I think I may. I better get ready to. I'm getting ready to take re a delivery of Frankenstein, the bike that it was a custom bike that Jake Moe is is, oh, okay. is building, and I'm really anxious to get that. In fact, I saw some pictures of it that uh, Jake had posted where they were mocking up the exhaust. Guys mm -hmm. at F and B are building a pipe, but uh, that bike hopefully will be in the garage. Oh, cool. Yeah, maybe by the time we do our next podcast. Hey, fact, he does good work. Yeah, he does, isn't he? Yeah, he's a nice guy, too. Really, really cool guy. I think our next podcast is coming up sometime in August. We'll get to those dates, but hopefully we'll have the bike there, and then we're bringing it to Detroit for the Roadkill event. Oh, great. Yeah, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm in touch with some Detroit mini bikers. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Myron? Oh, yeah. Uh, Myron's going to maybe Myron join me out Bailey, there. I think yeah, I told him roll out, and yeah. um, he asked if uh, you would be there or if Charles would be there. It's like, no, nah, it's more of kind of like a, a, a Roadkill deal oh, versus really? a mini bike thing, but really? those guys are already... Already uh, fans of Evil Ed and Charles and everybody else, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to going out there, and, and that's where In case we're going to. You're watching, guys. Hello. <laughs> well, they always watch. They they watch because of you. But those uh, those old cars will be there, and and again, you're going to see all those thousand power Challengers. But I'm going to be looking for my old '73 40 Challenger. All right. Yeah, yeah. So you're into you're into the mini bikes. You definitely got the whole taco thing dialed in. Now that you got, tell us about how, what was the last one. That you needed to complete <laughs> to complete the collection and the story about how you got excuse me how you acquired that that bike and when was that i just got that bike about two months ago and my wife picked it up for me she drove all the way up to sacramento her and her mom picked up this bike and brought it back wow that's yeah i know i give her thank uh, you as a surprise that. no no she, you know, i couldn't get off of work so she said i'll go up there my wife my mom and i do a road trip i go okay i go it's far Okay. Yeah, and she went up hours. there. What's your wife's name? Arlene. How cool, Arlene. You go directly to the top of the class. <laughs> what model was it? It was uh, the first year, 1963, Taco. How'd you find it? That one, I, it was on, uh, where did I find, where did we find that one at? Because I'm it was sure on you're... Facebook, I think it is. I think some guy posted it. Facebook? Oh, like like where on Facebook would you I find think that? Under Mini Bike, Mini bike Park, Nation, Mini Bike Park, or something like that. Yeah. Places, yeah. Mini yeah, it was because Engine Tom was also interested in it too. And Engine Tom said the guy wouldn't call me back. Wouldn't call me back. He tried. So I said, well, let me give it a try. I called him and got in touch with him. I go, well, you still got it? He goes, yeah. I go, okay. I'll send my wife up and pick it up. So she went up there. Did he know what he had? I don't think so. How? What was the condition of it? It's pretty good shape. It has the original engine in it and everything. Wow. Yeah. So these bikes that you find, 
very few of them really were running. These are just bikes that were frames or just, just frames, maybe the or, engine or frozen motors, and yeah, things like that. So, and that was so cool, Ed. You know, you go to these collections and you gotta watch you don't sneeze because, you know, they're so nice. You know, um, I loved the rawness of that video of seeing your collection, and there they are. You know, there they lie. You know, it, with so much potential, yet just so cool, just laying there. Yeah, maybe it maybe better in his garage than someone else's garage pushed <laughs> in a corner. Well, your garage, you know, your a true garage <clears throat> absorbs what's put in it. Mm -hmm. You know, you see some nice. I've been to some guys' houses that have had like badass garages. You know, just like, but again, it's like it's intimidating. They're nicer than your house. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. somewhere, you don't mind if you're going to drop a little solder or, you know, whatever else, oils or brake clean. Who cares, right? Um, yeah, mine's a working garage. Yes. Yeah. And I like to go to Mini Bike Paul's garage and just mess it up and then say, see you, Paul. <laughs> I, was, I was trying not to mention him as an example of one of those two nice garages, but he, he falls somewhere in the middle of all that. Hey, mentioning uh, uh, Paul, uh, I really enjoyed our time with him. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I don't know if you had a chance to listen in. We had, uh, yes, I did. Yeah. I, uh, I, I really, as, as in retrospect, and I told him, it's like it's not like we hit it off right in the beginning because he's a strong personality. Yeah, yeah he's, he says what's on his mind. Yeah, and you know what? I'm, I'm down yeah. with that. Um, and I, I love the respect that he showed and he has for you, Ed. You know, because I know we all break balls and have fun, but the fact is is that you're a big part of a lot of, a lot of the guys that have come through this garage. You, you've really yeah, had... You know, I do something for a person, and the next thing I know, it's like they're giving me more stuff to do. And it's like, I'm kind of like Bill. I want to stay low-key on that. Yeah, you. But it um, doesn't happen. No, it just kind of comes up. Yeah. yeah. And and how often does that still continue for your you, Bill? Like Ed, I mean, does the phone still ring? Where hey, you know, would you help me put this together? Or sometimes not as much as it used to. In the beginning, it was ringing a, an awful lot, and then uh, so I just said, I'm going underground. Got off got off of the internet and just said, you know what? Let's concentrate on my my stuff, and that's it. Cause it takes a lot of your time. Yeah. You know, you're in the middle of something. They call you. You're working. They call you, and it's lot of your time well and you wouldn't take that time away from your family or friends unless you were enjoying it though too right, right. isn't it nice isn't yeah. it nice to just kind of escape and shut the door and like maybe put the music on mm -hmm. and tear up or tear down or put the bike back in or yeah. put the engine back in and uh, when you do your builds or your rebuilds what's like What's a typical time frame? Do you take your time and do it at your leisure, or do you try to get them done? Are you one of those guys where you try to whip through it? No, I just take my time. Yeah. You know, I'm still collecting parts. I'm still collecting parts. So. Speaking of that, in addition to the bikes, well, Ed, you've been over there. The engines, huh? The engines yeah, in that cool. shelf? I think Jesus. I sold Bill an engine once, but he never did anything with it. Well, that seems to be status quo. Can I tell you, you came by that one day after work and picked it up and... Uh, a Briggs? No, no, no. It was a two-stroker. Oh, that's right. That the eight twenty engine. They, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. What came off of that? A burrow. Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I looked at it and it was like Ace Hadaka one hundred, Ace Hadaka one hundred. Briggs is trying to come. So it's like I don't know if you had uh, McCullough's in there. Or what no else? Yeah. Oh, no okay. There were some um, uh, uh, West Bends. Yes. Uh, what other engines do you have in that collection of yours? How many engines do you have in that collection? I, I couldn't keep track. I, I don't know, maybe about 20 or so. I, oh, okay, I it seemed like there were more than that. It could be. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah. But mainly uh, West Bands and Power Products. 
Were those your favorites growing up, or were those, those are the ones that came on the on the tacos? Okay, so, so through that was that that why those became a little bit more of interest to collect. Yes, yes. I'm like I have this four horse that Ed did, and you can see that the Clinton back there and a mm -hmm. couple of these others, and there's a few others lying around here. We we're just saying it's they're tough to find now. Yeah, they're getting harder and harder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you do with your engines when you? put them down do you do you have a, a certain little routine like do you drain the oil do you drain the gas you could you just put them up on the shelf i just put them on the <laughs> shelf yeah because I, I started doing the same thing it isn't until you try to get them running that you wish you maybe <laughs> yeah yeah um so you've gone through enough of these engines in your times haven't you are were you, were, were you that bit. guy yeah a yeah little bit. uh did you have a preference with tecumseh's over briggs and stratton for example tecumseh's good engine i had a rup bike a scrambler with the Tecumseh engine, and that thing was the nicest bike I've ever had. <laughs> was it a four or five horse? It was, I think it was the four horse yeah. on the scrambler. I think Probably it comes with the four, four horse or five. Really nice. I should have kept that bike. Yeah. Oh, well. Did, uh, and I noticed in some of the information as well that you didn't only have a chance to purchase this different models from, at the time, it was Steens and then Taco, but they also had a myriad of uh, engines that you could select from. Yes, yes. And it included the Tecumsehs, and it included Briggs, and it included uh, Power Bees, I think is how they referred to it. Yeah. I'm going to get through some of this stuff. That we actually share this on the podcast, so uh, although you may not be able to be seeing these sheets right this second, folks, we'll have that available for us when we post it. But yeah, on the engines, uh, here's the, an example. The so, power products, yeah. Yeah, so you had a chance to select not only those, mm -hmm. but I believe you had an opportunity to select some other ones. Here's the West Bend. Yeah, yeah. And then, Ed, you had a chance. Yeah. Which is cool because it's almost like you get a chance to build a custom bike. We didn't know how good it was back then. Where you could not only... You never know how good it's going to be back then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, again, like the cars. Yeah. Like in the early days, you can buy just a frame and put whatever size motor you want in it. You put a 580, a 820. Sure. You know. With maybe just a few changes, right? Yeah. With maybe some shorter or longer bolts, or maybe... I noticed some of those... Remember you mentioned those Tecumsehs on those rups. Some of them were installed on line at, like an angle. angle. And yeah. I think there were a few other parts, but for the most part, it was, it's those, you know, you had the opening at the at the engine mount plate on the bike, and mm -hmm. you could put whatever you wanted in there with the four bolts and right. rock and roll. It's kind of a universal standard, I think, it is the base yeah. plates on those things. So, so were you a... Were you a mini bike guy when you were very, very young, or did since '67? So I, how old are you? Like I'm 56 at the I'm, time. I'm 60. Okay, so Again. you were, you were. Um, <laughs> Thanks for throwing that in, Bill. So then you were, you were into bikes early on. Yes. Yeah. What started it was my cousin Mike. He how came, he came up. This is probably like '65. I was on my front porch and I hear this racket. I go, what the hell is that? A a lawnmower or what? And he comes driving up this little mini bike. It just blew me away. Do you remember when it was? It was a taco. Oh, it was. Okay. It was a two-stroke taco. What color? Do you remember? It was purple. Yeah. <laughs> sure, right? Where I grew up, I grew up two miles from the place, from Steens. Where, whereabouts? In Alhambra. Okay. And we used to ride our bikes there all the time. But anyway, my cousin comes up the street. What the hell is that? New? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I was like, this is like 63, 64, 65. So I was like, you know, eight years old, seven years old, and it just blew me away. And ever since then, your older cousin, hooked. yeah, sure, that always happens too. It's always the older brother, the older, yeah. right? So did he just tease you, 
and come by? Uh, or do you ever get a, your mitts on it? You ever had a he, chance? He never to... gave me a ride on it. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say the f word, but yeah, I don't know. But I, well, we met halfway. Then uh, what was your cousin's name? His name was Michael. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> you tease him. So he's a visit my other cousin Gary that lived up the street from us. Okay, because they were the same age. Then they end up getting a mini bike. Gary. Yeah. So now everybody's got one but you. Yeah. Well, what's going on? Eventually, I got one. But uh, How, okay, then uh, he's the deliver papers, the Herald, the Herald Examiner on his little mini bike. Yeah. I used to go with him riding double on a little mini bike <laughs> with, 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 with newspaper things. Paper things. I don't know how we did it. Yeah, well, but it, it was fun though. Yeah, and it wasn't. They didn't come down on you like you're a criminal. You know, <laughs> no. you know, it's like you wanted to ride a mini bike and risk your life and say go right ahead. But later on, the LAPD was getting pissed. Yeah. So like now in the late '60s, everybody had tacos. Only tacos. You couldn't have another bike. Yeah. You couldn't hang around with the guys. Sure. You know, so be packs of guys in the street, like 10, 20 guys, packs of tacos going wearing down the street. That was beautiful. And it was when you were young. So you really, yeah. that gave you that, that, that your first little dose of independence, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. somebody had, had a Marlboro or something else. And then my, you'd my stop somewhere, right? And do your my little... mom used to pick us up from school at lunchtime. Bring us home, ride the mini bike up and down the street, and take us back to school. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Because you were just cool. that into it, right? You're just yeah. Just twenty four seven thinking All about the time. it, right? All the time. Yeah. And then did they? Well, it was also used as, um, you know, if you screwed up, you didn't get to ride the mini bike. That I used worked. to sneak out and do it anyway. <laughs> well, sure. Wait till they left, and I'm, I'm up and down the street, put it back. So, um, you know, we talked about the predictable stories, and you know, they included usually how you got your first bike, but. There's that one that we laugh about now, but it was a son of a bitch at the time. Was that those first good accidents and scars? Mm-hmm. What about yours? Uh, I, I only wrecked one time. I went into the curb, broke the forks, the well, aluminum castings at the bottom on my 44. Oh, it snapped. And they snapped off. You used to hit that curb pretty hard, huh? Yeah, I hit it bad. I did you lose your brakes, or you just did you just? I just brain farted yeah. as a kid. You know, sometimes you panic. You yeah. Got, and I just went to the curb and broke the, broke the front end off. Take anything off you? <laughs> Pardon me? Did you go over the handlebars? I think so, yeah. yeah. But I was okay. <clears throat> but now I'm stuck. I'm going, how am I going to get home now? <laughs> well, plus you had to tell the story that you, you got into an accident. And they usually, it's, you know, one, it's one thing if you scratch the paint. It's another thing if you broke the freaking axle, right? <laughs> yeah. So what happened with that bike? Was that where you learned how to work on them? Or did that lead to another bike? Or no, Then after that, uh, I rebuilt it. Then it got stolen. Why sure? You know, well you got there's, to check that box. There's a lot of, lot of stolen bikes in my area. Where were you time. keeping at the time? Like in the garage in the in back? The garage. Or the, yeah. My brother forgot to close the garage door. Went back yeah. down there to go, after we ate dinner. Went back down to. I was working on it. Sure. It was gone. Yeah, and it was probably an acquaintance of a friend or something. That's the sad thing. Yeah. But uh, well, we'll give him a little bad karma now. Whoever took uh, Bill's bike back then, you you prick, yeah. the karma <laughs> guys are going to get to you, man. And I still know the serial number. Wow. Of that bike, it was seven T. 2016. So if anybody has that bike, I want it back. <laughs> wow. for, for some reason, Ed, you know what's going to happen? He's going to end up with that bike. That'd be great. This number's got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, so if anybody knows, anybody's got any tacos that have been lurking in your uncle's garage you don't want to talk about, check the serial number. The Taco 44. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so mini bikes, mini bikes, but throughout all this, you've got a partner in crime that works out with you, your dad. Your dad's riding oh, along with some of this stuff too. What's his name? Rudy. So how? Uh, tell us a little bit. Of, tell us some Rudy stories. 
You know, I see him in the in the with the oh, jalopy yeah. and, the jalopy I, I, and I, I also read that you know one of the one of the favorite shots I have at the mini bike show is that trike of yours. Oh yes. And did you mention engine uh, Tom or engine Tim? Engine Tom sold me the frame. The the bonanza the frame, frame, right? Yeah, just like what you got here. Yeah. So you so you worked with your dad not only on on that mini bike project, but mm-hmm. he's been a part of a lot of the car builds oh, that he, you do. Oh, he he started me off in the garage as we were kids. You know. We wanted to build, back in the late 60s, we wanted to build a trike because no one had built a trike yet. So we're taking my gold cart apart and we're starting to customize and stuff. The next thing you know, George Barris, here he comes out with the trike. Oh, my dad was pissed. Oh, yes, when he came out with the line of mini bikes. Yeah, and, tr- and that's when he had that trike yeah. bike. Okay. And my dad just said, he just threw the towel and said, forget it. Because we, he, we wanted to be the first one. Okay, got it. It wasn't that you just wanted to build one, you wanted to be the first. Yeah, the, he, that one, my dad said, okay, forget it. So... This bike came up with that Tom had. I go, hey, I'm gonna put it in my mind. I go, I'm gonna build that trike. And then on OMB, they had that bike build off, mini bike build off. I go, you know what? I can get my dad into this. So he come over when he can, or I go pick him up. And he helped me build, uh, bend the tubing. We lengthened the frame two and a half inches. And yeah. That's he helped me out a lot. One of the old little bonanzas? I yes. think I got one right behind you there. Who's yeah, that? that one there. Yeah. So stretched the frame out and put rough go kart back. Uh, brackets for the axle mounting and then uh we made you know we, we did it well you and sure did he was really happy it was good to get him back in the garage and so accomplish something that we 40 years later you know that we finished we yeah well I, I i loved it i loved the front suspension i loved the custom handlebars yeah uh i loved the the barrel tank in the back you know the way that you um the tank, I got the tank in the front. I went down to Moon Eyes. Ah, okay. They lived down the street from me, or they're on the street. And I had to make a custom, a custom tank for me. Just one off. Coco? Or Chico? Chico. Yeah, Chico. Yeah, yeah Chico. Boy, Good he's, guy. Oh, I've yeah. known him for a long time. Yeah, I always thought that, in fact, Joe from uh, at Taco, they had a variety of custom bikes they had done some time. Ed and I started doing a little bit of that as well. And I saw that there was one that was a Moon Eyes Taco. It looked kind of cool because they got that iconic logo. You put that Moon Eyes logo on anything and you use those little steely wheels. Oh, and I, just... I made one of those way back when they had their open house down there, Christmas party. I made a yellow one with Did the Moon Eyes stickers on it and everything. I bet that was a hit, huh? Oh, yeah. Everybody loved it. Yeah. Back to your bike. The Bonanza was, as you said, there, there weren't any trikes out there. Mm. But to be insightful enough to realize how cool that frame would be to build a trike because it's just set up. It's almost dying to be a trike. Yes, it's got it that is. triangle set up, extending it, dropping that in. You, what did you do with the engines? Like, a, wasn't it a 50 cc engine? 50 cc off a quad, so it's got three Ford and one reverse gear. Wow. I traded my power washer for the quad. <laughs> that was a pretty good deal, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, how long did that project with you and your dad, that custom chopper, how long did it take to build I that? Is it like a half a year? It, or a no, year, we built it quick. You did that fast. Did you? Because we got because it's. I think it starts in the end of January. Yes. And you got to have it done, I think, by May. Oh, because that was a part of the build-off. Right. Yeah, what we're talking about is the uh, OMB, the popular website's build-off yeah, competition. Yeah, done before uh, Wimber or something. Yeah, something like yeah that, that would make like sense because months. they would have the winning bike at Wimber maybe as a, as a big announcement. So that, that seems about right, right? I think it's about three months, four months you got to have it completed. How did you do on that build-off? I won. Oh, I was going to say, because if you didn't, <laughs> my God. Uh, well, congrats on that. And, and thank, thank you, you because... In fact, uh, another thing is, I, in addition to that trophy, I probably owe you an apology because it's awkward, and I didn't think of the fact that 
your bike would have definitely been probably in the top 10. Yet, as a judge, I'm sure you probably, knowing you, you didn't judge it. And I don't get involved in the judging either. And, and after the judging, I think everybody was happy, and I think we really had a nice pick. Mm -hmm. But I, I asked myself, it's like, you know, I don't want to get involved in the judging. It's like the last thing I want to do holding the event. And I know that it's troublesome when, because you guys can just be hanging out enjoying it too, not to mention you've got nice bikes. So thank you for the help. Oh, no I think problem. ultimately it'd be nice to um, have you pass the baton on to some eager beavers who would not only like to spend a little time with you guys as you walk around one year, but maybe the following year after they get an idea of what criteria you use, we can have some other folks. Um, I'm really digging old Ian and Eric, those younger guys up in uh, central Fresno area, CB mini guys. Mm. You know, I like to get some of the younger guys involved, not only attending, but judging, you know? Uh, but your bike definitely was one of the top bikes, not only at the show mm. this past year, but since you've been coming. And thank you for coming. Oh, yeah, last year, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you or for the that. previous year, yeah. So you've been to the show a couple times. Uh, you know, we had a dyno last year. Right. And that, uh, although many people were unaware of it being there, in fact, I made it kind of happen late. So okay. it wasn't as if I had a big chance to tell the world, but that seems to have caught some attention. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you uh, heard anything about it or what you thought about it, but it's going to be back again this year. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be great. And maybe if uh, you've got a little something that you'd like to put on the dyno, you can roll that out. And, and you've got an open invitation. Put a Westbend on there. Oh, yeah. I'd love that. That'd, that'd be, yeah. be cool, man. Yeah. Let's see if we can get out of that. So the West Bends were, what, 580s and then? 580s, 610, 8, 820s, yeah. and uh, 700. So I, I want one, <laughs> and just like everybody, right? And you know, once you get, I'd love to get it on a small, small bike. Like the winner of Joe's mini bike reunion last year was that really small. Was it a Rutman? Whatever it was, that little red bike. Oh, yeah, you guys it was a, picked it. Might have been. Yeah. yeah, and it was just so. It was so. It was just so plain and cool <laughs> and simple. But I'd love to get a small bike like that, and put one of those eight twenties on there. Just, just, a, yeah, just not not to ride it. I mean, just to like yeah. the, the 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 total change of a small bike and a big engine. <clears throat> I also have one of these big air horns, like they do on semis. Oh, <laughs> I'd love to put one of those on a mini bike. We got to try to find a way to to, to do oh, that. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. Sure, you can. So, the mini bikes, although it's pretty simple to understand as a young kid how you how you really fall in love with them yeah you know, they're really the only things we can get our hands on we're not old enough to drive we're not big enough to drive in some cases but then we get to a point where now all of a sudden we're in our 50s and we can unfortunately <laughs> um you know it, it, it's it's tough to keep that same zeal with most people yet you're able to still keep the mini bikes a part of your your kind of your your, your day in day out deal what is it about them build that that still keeps you you know in love with them so to speak I think because I had a, such a good childhood riding these things, I still want to keep that going. You know, I try to pass it on to my kids, you know, but they had nothing to do with it. They were under the new stuff, you know, so I'm just trying to keep it going on my own. But it just makes me feel good to go in there, tinker around a little bit, put some music on, remember the old days. Do you find yourself out there most of the weekends or most of the evenings? Or what are the things you are you into? I know you're every day. Yeah. I'm out there every day. So I haven't been to your place. I've got to get there. You know, it seems like it's a rite of passage. But you had the desert jalopy out there. You've got the yeah. early Fords. What is the plan now? Is it try to get that thing out to El Mirage? Or what are you, what are you going to do with the, the car? I've already taken the jalopy out to my El Mirage already. Just drive it around. It's just a driver car. I built that as a... Um, because that token of appreciation yeah, sure. for my father. Okay. You know, the body's at 26. My dad was born in 26. And uh, 
it's kind of a here you go, dad. You know. Would you get up to like 100 miles an hour? Up no, I'm. It, how, how fast it's only like 40 70? horsepower. Oh, okay, it's, so it's like got 55? a Model A engine in it. Nice. So it's not that much. Yeah, just a, just, just a, a little putter. Just to go up there and put around the lake bed. That's all I did. And how do you like that? I love it. How about I your dad? It. Oh, he loves it, man. He you loves know? it. I bet that that's a big thing with him. Yeah, he, he's. I wanted to give it to him for his birthday this past February, but running late. So he got it in May. I'm sure he didn't mind that one bit. No. So uh, what other projects are you going to do with him for the next 50 years? Uh, right now, I don't know. Right now, he just he's tired. He's, he's not doing too well, so he's, just, oh, he's tired. Is he? Yeah. How old of a guy is he? 90. He just turned 90. Man, God bless him. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to see 90, Ed. <laughs> I, don't know, I, mean. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> well, hell, if he's got the 90, he's probably going to easy get to 100. Maybe yeah, he's got another know. project. I don't Maybe. even know I'm going to see 61. Oh, hell you are. You got it. <laughs> You're on contract here through, I think, I don't know what in the hell it is, 2017. <laughs> uh, what about what about the next, what's next for Taco Bill now that you've checked off uh, the collection of every Taco Mini bike? Now, starting the first of the year, I'm going to start restoring them all. That's good. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and get all my 22s together, do all those first, then the 44s and 99s. So you'll begin a quest to rebuild, essentially, most of those bikes, right? Yeah. And are you, have you at all tried to give yourself a timeline or a no. completion date? You're just going to get to not on Not on those, no. There's Got too it. many. <laughs> yeah. And, and each uh, of them need different parts. Yes. Right? So you almost have to. Uh, all the parts I get, like I say, I buy old bikes just for like a, a fork or spring, the, the bottom aluminum castings. Sure. Things like that. So what will you do then? Will you literally, before you start the rebuilding them all, will you start with what you have, or will you be sure you have everything? I'll be sure I have everything. Okay. That's why I start with the 22s, because I know I have enough parts for all the 22s. All right. Then just take it from there. And is the goal to bring them back to new condition, or just complete them so that they're assembled? They'll be new condition. Okay. So will we see a little bit of rust and dents, or will they all be? They'll be pristine. Oh wow! Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna go that yeah all the route yeah. Wow! So like if we went to the dealer and saw a brand new bike, that's Got what it. they'll be. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, there's a lot of guys that just want to keep that old look that they've acquired, and yeah. you know that it's popular with cars. That's so why I was curious how you're gonna how you're gonna. Either way, you can't go wrong mm -hmm. with getting those going, and then. They then go back in the shelf just like they sat before they re rebuilt. Will you, will you? Once I get them all complete, then I like to put them in a museum. I was going to so say people that. Can see them. I was going to say that. And here's what I'd like to tell you. There's a, a gentleman that um, handles the museum, Terry, who is um, a really nice guy. And he's making a lot of good things happen at the Peterson Museum. And as you may know, I used to work there with oh. Peterson for a long, long time. Mr. Peterson, with all of his Robert, magazines. Yeah. yeah. So when the museum opened, we were still all there. I was a publisher of one of the magazines at the time. And uh, when Mr. Peterson passed, you know, he left the museum as well as a lot of other things to the city and to the state. And that museum has really kicked it up a notch or two. Mm -hmm. In some people's eyes, almost too much. You know, in comparison maybe of the direction they thought Pete wanted to take it, it's taken maybe a tiny bit of a, of a turn. It went from just really hot rods to now a little bit more glitz and glamour. And although I don't mind it one bit, some people feel a little bit protective that it was really born to be a hot rod style museum. Mm -hmm. But anyways, the guy's name is Terry Cargis. And Terry 
is doing a lot. In fact, this weekend, you can go see the Chip Foose collection. Oh, cool. Every other Saturday or the last Saturday of the month, there's a car show. I took the 51 Chevy. Me and my buddy Mikey rolled out there, and it was great. And there's a lot of... There's a lot of ascots and monocles and a hoity-toity guys, but there's also some <laughs> hardcore guys. And there's just there's a lot of cool cars in that area. And we're talking about Wilshire Boulevard, right, where the museum yeah. is. But Terry um, has invited people to go downstairs and go to the um, the vault, Ooh. right, where they've got all the cars that are so cool, but no one gets to see them. So they're really doing some good things there, and they're themed. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've got some photos. The last I went there for the reopening. It was uh, last Christmas, right before last Christmas, and they had a whole collection of not only motorcycles, but old bikes like the Harley Davidson toppers. Oh wow! And they had them build. And Ed, you would love it too. They were in these beautiful, tough steel. Uh, I guess you would call them storage racks, and they were like maybe eight feet by ten foot each and they had each bike in there with a nice nice nicely presented like oh, we, okay. you know you'd imagine the Peterson Museum it was just awesome mm-hmm. if you have if you complete that deal and you've got those bikes done I know that Terry would find a place where you'd have a chance to have a viewing there oh, it may be, be in tandem with something else oh yeah but but I bet that happens and you know what the folks not only at the museum would appreciate it but the folks that checked it out would love it mm-hmm and that would be really cool for you too to be able to share that and vice versa people share their appreciation for all the effort because you've been at this now how many years i probably started 20 years ago christ and you're not done (laughs) right so ed how long is it going to take them to redo all those bikes when you think (laughs) about it you know like it's it's 2000 and and nothing's powder coated everything's painted yeah, well, that you better not powder coat. Yeah. Hell yeah. No well, you may have to coat. enlist the power ahead. You may have some <laughs> more work. It's going to be a while. <laughs> well, let's think about it, though. You know, I, I know you guys. And if you had to, you could put a mini bike together in an hour. But in that same token, that's not what this is about. Especially when you're bringing those bikes back to... Mm-hmm. So, so is it, is it a, if you've got all the parts and they're ready to go, are we doing these things in maybe a week? Or do you think you kind of see yourself like, who cares? I'm not in a hurry. All right. I'm not in a hurry. Like I said, I'm still collecting parts. So. Okay. What parts are you still collecting? Uh, you know, maybe handbrakes, throttles, uh, foot pegs and things. So I get stuff from Indonesia, Germany, Spain, uh, England, wherever I can find them. All original? It's stuff that they used back then. Got it. Since John Steen was building these things, he was also raced with Steam McQueen, you know, and the... Uh, Back in, uh, in uh, what do you call it, in Europe. Okay. So his influence, he was sponsored by Triumph. Right. So his influence was all the British bikes. So a lot of the stuff is British. So, Foot pegs, throttles, uh, and all that's all so British. So it's still lurking there. It's still lurking around. And how do you, how do your tentacles reach that far? I mean, is it eBay? Just a, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I found some good stuff in Indonesia. They got a lot of good stuff out there. Now I just gave it away. Now everybody's going to look in Indonesia and... Ebay. Yeah, you're gonna get beat out on. You're gonna be beat out now. Well, sniper alert. <laughs> with the six people that are watching, and four of them are us. I think you're gonna be okay. But if the other two who have decided to, um, you know, there's the Republican acceptance speech going on there. I see Donald Trump in the background, so I'm sure that nobody who's watching this podcast are gonna be on watching TV right now. But there's um, there there's there's something really unique about what you've done with this collection of tacos and to hear that you're going to now 
acquire these parts and get these all put back together. Mm-hmm. That's about as cool as you collecting them all. So I, 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 I yeah, I'm I, I really kind of thank I'm you for that. Man. I'm doing everything. Yeah. Yeah, you know, at it, it, at some point, I'd love to have those bikes at my event. <laughs> you know, could you imagine? I'd even help pay for the delivery. But but you know, to think about that. That's going to be one hell of a collection. I don't know how you're going to get 30, 40 bikes out at one place. But the sad yeah. thing is that last bike he needed, someone he knew had that bike and would not sell it to him. Oh. And would rub it in his face all the time. Why would you bring that up? But I don't Why would know. You bring that? I don't know. Isn't Something it funny? To talk about. <laughs> I, was, I was there when he bought it, and that was 20 years ago. And every time I see him, he throws it. Yeah, Throws his bike on my That's face. Pretty, all these years, through your friendship shit, or through yeah. all the cool stuff that you had, yeah, this guy wouldn't trade, wouldn't trade, wouldn't sell it, do nothing. It was and, like and, terrorize and, him. Yeah, it, was, it, was it just sad. sits there. It just sits there. It doesn't do. He doesn't do anything with it. So he offed it, and then you got it from. No, the, he still no, has he it. Still has. Oh, it. got it. But it, Bill needed that bike. You know, hey, if someone needed a Bonanza to come and get I it. had it, I would sell it to yeah, him. You know, got to it. complete something. Oh shit! Yeah. If you do as the last bike to complete the collection, he's I your friend. Like you give it to him. And, and no, no, no. He no, knows I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it. he knows I'm not going to resell it. Yeah. I want it for my collection. It's going to go to good home. But he just, just that kind of a person. You know? Well, you know what? I hate those people. And now since then, I've gotten three of them. Sure. So it worked out better for me. Well, I I do think that. You know, you, you, what your hobby interests are with these tacos, it's, it's very common and very, uh, you know, amongst the troops, everybody's aware of that. Mm-hmm. Just as Paul said on the show last time he was here was that he was amazed at how many people that he got in contact with through eBay that aren't a part of, like, OMB or Craigslist, mm-hmm. right? So there's, um, there's, there's, there's something about whether finding a part or the person that has it doesn't want to give it up. You got it. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters at the very yeah, end. Anyway. You got it. You got it. You mm-hmm. got it. And and now that more people are going to be aware of this collection outside of the inner circle, what I was getting at is that I bet I bet you 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 be, continue to be the first source folks try to get a hold of when they've got what they think are historical tacos. Mm-hmm. That's why I was asking if anybody had reached out to you because with all these shows, the American Pickers and all the other countless shows that are out there, we were talking about the collectability of mini bikes along with the Americana and, and the whole cool factor. And at Taco Bill, I could see the American picker guys rolling down there and going down to your place. To pick from Bill. Could I you imagine? So. You know, I don't you know that's so. funny. When they go picking, I always look. I don't look at what they're looking. I look behind, behind that, behind beyond. that, beyond that, yeah. yeah. Well, so I was with my buddy Tim. Uh, Tim's a great guy, and he's got a cool house out at the river. And it's on the Arizona side of the river. And we were... Um, uh, I forgot my train of thought here. Uh, I'll come back to it. But uh, he had a Cushman that his dad had drove around at the old Trader's Warehouse. Remember Trader's off of uh, Whittier, off of the 605 and the 60? Okay. It, it was it was <coughs> all big semi-truck service and sales oh, okay, and repair. Yeah. Okay. Well, his dad, um, his dad passed, unfortunately, and Tim has some of those old things. And he had one of these trike Cushmans. Oh, wow. Did you ever get into the Cushmans? No, not at all. No. Did you, Ed? I there's something cool about them. I, I I've seen a few of them, mm-hmm. and I know most of the ones I've really I, I've seen early on were the carts, but I didn't realize there were trikes, and I didn't realize that there were other 
like uh, styles oh, okay. that they make of Cushman, but they, there's like a motorcycle that they have. You know, it looks like a it looks like a mini dresser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you never got into those, huh? No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've had cats and rubs and bonanzas and stuff, but always loyal to the taco mini bike. Yeah, cats seem to be popular here. Yes. Um, I never was a cat guy. I remember those ads though. Were you ever into cats, Ed? No. You, so you, you, Ed, it's just, you better be bonanza, right? Mm. Uh, I noticed that the rups were big in the Midwest for yes. some reason. Everybody, everybody in the Midwest had rups. Uh, they were too expensive for us. We 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 weren't we weren't going to partake in any rups. So uh, the car deal. How does that fit in with a typical day in a life with you? So just a part of one of the ongoing projects that you have in addition to the mini yeah. bikes you're working on the cars? Cars, now I'm working on a 30 Model A Coupe now. <laughs> Talk a little bit about the, the Coupe. I'm going to chop it this uh, weekend. Taking three to four inches off the top. Nice. Do that. Having some friends over. Danny, uh, Danny Boy's coming over. Checking okay. it out, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I've met Danny Boy. His name pops up all the time. Yeah, real good guy. Tell us a little bit about He's him. Been to the reunion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, his name has popped up. I just, for some reason, I don't know that I remember actually having a chance to meet him or get introduced to him. Who is he? He's uh, one of the, one of the guys yeah. that hangs out with us, and he's a really good painter. Oh, okay. Have you seen his enchilada bike? That I, thing was badass, man. Tell us about that, Ed. What's the deal with the enchilada bike? What is it? Bill, tell you. It's a. It's, it's a taco. Up. I'm into bananas. Yes. <laughs> I look at. Oh, that's a nice taco. <laughs> that's it, right? That's, that's it. it. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, you better tell me that, Bill. <laughs> well, he, he had to start off with a free holy frame, and he just painted it all up, put a gas tank in the back, and painted it really, really nice. I think he won. I think he was entered that, what it. A, what was one that he had taco with hot sauce? Was that another one? <laughs> I think he had one. Why they, were they badass engines in the bikes, or were they, you know, they were like stock engines? Oh, okay, stock engines. But he, he's a really good painter, yeah. an artist, very, very good. He very had good. one. I know it was written on the tank. It said taco with hot sauce. I think it was. May I don't know. Oh, you know, it was an enchilada one, and the enchilada <laughs> had the tank in the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That logo, that taco logo, has to be the coolest, simplest. Yeah. Logo ever made. You know, he's when, a little bean. Is what it is. Yeah, but but just as I say that. The one that really resonated with me and, and still continues to make me just stop is whenever you see a Bonanza badge. I, I just get that way. I, I get that way when I see that little badge. It's like a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> the Battle of the Taco Bonanza. No, I was, I was upstate New York, and, and the Bonanzas, uh, I had a bozo. That's how bad I had it. And the Bonanzas were for the, those two, especially the five horsepowers. It, was the, it, weren't, it wasn't the kids that lived in the apartments. It were the kids that... Their parents owned a home and they had a lawn. You know, they got the bonanzas. Uh, I still look out for them. I don't see them in California as often. In fact, all the ones that were worth buying, Ed probably has gone through. But as you can see, I've got a couple over here. I got a couple there, and I've got a couple over at um, Campbell Automotive. I love, I love the bonanzas. Those were the ones that got to me. Not, not in a way that the the tacos got to you though. When my mom and dad bought me my first taco, forty-four and sixty-seven. We went down to Steen's. It was right down the street from me where they made them. Okay. I was so nervous, I couldn't even get out of the car to go pick it up. I sent my brother out there to go pick one out for me. Wow. And bring it back to the car. I couldn't. I was shaking so bad. Because it was almost like you didn't believe it, was yeah. it? Wow. Um, I was I like that. It. Yeah. When you're a kid. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, this oh, is the biggest oh, oh. thing. You know, the biggest thing to happen. I'm scared. I, I remember being like that, just as you described it, when... I got my first Schwinn bike. It was during the time that the 
uh, lemon peelers and apple crates mm. and all those uh, stingrays with the small tire and yeah. the, that, that shifter that didn't click. Oh, yeah. It was like that. And, and I wasn't able to get one of those, but I got the basic stingray. And my mom walked. Me and my mom walked from my home to the bicycle shop, which was well over a couple miles in the summer. And then I rode it back along her as she walked back. And it was a beautiful day until I got pretty close to my house. And it really, I hate to say this, but it turned out to be a shitty day, literally. Because I had, the only option I got on this bike, I, I couldn't get like the five-speed apple crate mm -hmm. or the, the, the lemon peeler. That was a badass one, the yellow one. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I did get the slick in the back of my kind of stock stingray. It oh, was yeah. green. And it had the banana seat, but it just wasn't the cool one. But it, it was all right, because I had the slick. Otherwise, I'd been a total pussy. But with the slick, I, I, I can almost get into the club. You oh, know, you okay. said if it wasn't a taco, you don't show up? Right. Well, it's kind of like the saying that you show up with a Schwinn. It, it, it better at least be have a slick. And I, I was having out-of-body experience riding that bike. And I couldn't ride too fast, because I tried to keep up with my mom, and she wasn't in a big hurry. And at the time, it was like 56 bucks for that thing. And it wasn't like you're just going to get that all the time we, yeah. i was very lucky to get that bike right and i just about getting home and i inadvertently ran over a big pile of dog shit oh. and it got in all my front tires in the back and i swear you know like you get a brand new car and then the first day you get a door ding it's oh. never the same <laughs> man i couldn't get that shit out of my uh. <laughs> but oh, you, yeah. you know you had you couldn't get out of the car to get the mini bike you know, how old are you? Do you kind of remember at the time? I was 11. All right. Yeah, sure. It'll, you know, it take, it'll take you over. It's yeah, intoxicating, yeah. man. Yeah. So when did you finally get the balls to get out of that car when you got home? No, when you finally <laughs> brought it down the ramp. Yeah. And uh, right jumped. then I got off. And I just, like. Did you cry a little bit? <laughs> Almost I probably like, did. <laughs> I probably did. probably did. So do you remember that first day bringing it home? Oh, yeah. Like, what did you do? Did you ride until you put two tanks of gas in it? or what, what? I just kept riding it all day and all night. It was towards the evening when we got it, probably about four in the afternoon. Yeah. And then we just rode it all night. And my first day, my brother, he drove it and already wrecked it. He, <laughs> he scraped the side of it. Oh, you're right. So, but it was fun. It was just all part of growing up and everything. It was fun. Yeah, I, I think the best day was not only the day you got it, but as tough as it was to go to sleep, it was when you woke up that next morning and you had to pinch yourself that you had a, a mini bike. Yeah. And it was like, all right, shit's on now. a tough guy then. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it, things are never to be the same again. And with that said, we're going to take a quick little pause in uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. We're here with Taco Bill, William Perea, and mm. Evil Ed. We're talking about tacos. Don't, don't talk to, to Ed about the tacos. He's had yeah, enough. That's a nice taco. Um, we'll be back in a little while. Thanks, guys, for uh, checking us out if you're on Facebook Live. And uh, we'll be back right after something else. <laughs> Joe. Mini bike show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Garage. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's podcast number eight. And uh, Donald Trump was unable to join us tonight, but we got the next best thing. We're sitting down with Taco Bill, William Perea. You know, it's almost the opposite way. 
William Perea, a.k.a. Taco Bill. Uh, here, Evil Ed. Big Ed. The heat's not too bad. You all right? Good, pretty good. I thought we were going to sweat our ass show. off. This is a good show. It's cool. Literally. Uh, Taco Bill. Hey. So, so far, so good. Yeah. You like mini bikes. Mm-hmm. You like early Fords. Yes. You like El Mirage. Did you like Philippe sandwiches? Oh, the best. Um, <laughs> I'm digging you. What oh, do you think thanks. about the podcast so far? Great. It's great. What, what, what were you thinking it was going to be? You know, sometimes you think I'm gonna, they're going to stick me in some room and, you know. <laughs> it's, it's just so yeah. informal. You feel at ease here. I like that. Yeah, the garage, I think, does yeah. that, doesn't it? I feel at home in here. Yeah, the garage. Plus, if you get here a little early, you know, whatever, whatever concerns or nervousness or, in your case, maybe a little upset stomach, mm -hmm. kind of goes away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once you start getting into it, I was nervous at first. Well, you, Only what about like me? five minutes. I thought I was doing a freaking TV Only show. and looking at or so. You know, and it, it just turns out to be one of those things where I, I think that is the beauty of it. Yeah. Right there. It's mm -hmm. casual, right? Yes. Uh, I, I tried to at least do a little bit of homework, and I must admit that, honestly, most of the questions I had had about your zeal for these tacos and the collection yeah. and all that stuff, uh, I'm there. And I know that you're a man of few words for the most part, but, but there's something about what you've done with those with those iconic bikes. Uh -huh. And although there are still other folks that are responsible for that name and that brand, you have to... You have to be probably one of the, the most uh, appropriate uh, spokespersons of, of that <laughs> brand, despite it. You know, so mm -hmm. as a historian and as a collector and as a now, if you ever, if you, if you ever wanted to put the mark a professional builder who asked you, after you go through this collection <laughs> yeah. of tacos, and I'm, I'm really happy to hear about this. I'm sure many of the other folks that are listening are that you're going to be bringing those bikes back to life. And it's, you know, it's, it's through that. And it's that caliber of a person mm -hmm. that I've tried to identify through the Hall of Fame. And uh, I'd like to take a moment now, uh, although I think I may have made you aware of it, but I want to officially recognize you and congratulate you on being a member of the Mini Bike Hall All of right. Fame. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Uh, and, and we are one, two, three, four, five. So this is our going to our fourth year, I believe, of the Hall of Fame. Ed's in there. Ed, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, as well as uh, many, uh, excuse me, uh, Charles and Mac, uh, Mac, Mac and yeah. uh, Taco Joe and Dave Miller. And uh, I also um. would like to uh, <coughs> give you a little something. You know, I have these, like, like, and I'll likely give you oh, another oh, one. Oh, he's got that. But I'd, li I'd like to give you this hat oh, with the Hall of Fame deal. All right. Now, it, it's like, why not enjoy it? now so congratulations on that brother all right thank you very much small Appreciate way it. of uh saying thanks and we'll have thank a little you. bit of I got uh, one that says that on the side you do oh. he's got the first one no um, well you all do yeah you all do because i i had only made 12 i made one for myself and then <laughs> even even i couldn't wear one because i'm not in the hall of fame so i that's <laughs> just how it goes I, I i won't be able to i didn't even try one on i actually like the other blue hats as well but uh, look, that's a small way of, of not only uh, recognizing what you do, but we'll also have a chance to do a little bit of more, excuse me, a little bit more of that on the 1st of October, where okay. uh, you and uh, another uh, important person in this industry will be uh, enshrined to the Hall of Fame. And, you know, as mushy as it sounds, you know, I, I really, I, I'm really happy that we started that 
mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really uh, hopeful that as it grows and continues to grow, that as you look around at some of the other guys that are in that class, you, um, you not only feel good about yourself, but you feel good about them. And by all means, as a Hall of Famer, uh, I take a lot of what you guys say to heart with whatever it is that I'm up to. Mm-hmm. You know, so whether it's things that I like to do with the event or having uh, promotions like the podcast or who knows, maybe some other things. So now that you're in that club, uh, I hope that maybe we can have an opportunity to get to know each other a little bit more as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Good. Yeah. So uh, you've uh, you've been around and you mentioned some of the guys in the industry, but outside of Evil Ed and outside of the Max, who are some of the other guys that you uh, you were going through this mini bike craze with who are some of the other guys that kind of ran along with you at the shop or helped you out i think danny boy i hang around with danny boy a lot yeah he's a real good guy yeah danny boy the painter right yeah but like george i mean not george yeah george three again george three george three george three george called me the other day the guy sells the engines he sells everything well george everything george please (laughs) i'm still in shock from the quote he gave me on my five horsepower (laughs) jesus christ george i just want to buy the engine not the rights to the company. <laughs> is it that, George? I still love you, George. Probably that's so, that, yeah. George. Yeah, that's that. George. That's Christ, George. George is, I got, I've got the guy with the mini bike show. These are the guys you give a little bit of a break to. Yeah. Who else? So besides oh, George. Mini bike Paul and, uh, and uh, Nick or Cliff. Yep. And, uh, hey, wait a minute. Nick. Things couldn't have always been great with you, mini bike Paul, if he's the mini bike Paul I know. How long have you known him? Jeez. How long have we? A few years. Yeah. Six he years. He you once in a while, doesn't he? He's fine with me. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, he, he, he does like you. Yeah. yeah he's he's a real good guy. I like he that is. guy. He is. It's all said and done, isn't he? Yes. Sometimes he gets a little moody when, you know, but he's all right. Don't he's, we all? He's just an old grumpy man like me, he, you know? If you get on his bad side, just take him to Bob's Big Boy. Buy him a burger. You found that yeah. out. And it'll be fine. You found that out. Uh, he He's, uh, he's going to be back on the show. I got to have him in when we do that uh, roundtable. Oh, oh yeah. it was his idea too. Yeah, it's a he'd good, kill me if I didn't have him back in. Plus, I wanted. He was really, he was really good. You know, what I was worried the just most. To get him to stay off that damn phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was big on the phone. Well, oh, I'm yeah. sure he was trying to just maybe communicate with some of because he loves his family. You can Turn tell. Turn that thing off. You know, his daughters <laughs> and his sons and his son-in-laws. They, I'm sure they you all. Hear that, to... Paul? Turn that thing off for an hour and a half. <laughs> well, he couldn't. That was the funny part. I was, I was like, uh, you know, there's a power button on there, and then he gave me that look, like, it's like okay, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, if you really want to turn that thing off. Uh, sorry. So who else? Who are some of the victims outside of Cliff and, and uh, Tom Props? Tommy Props, you talked yeah, about him he was too. A good guy, yeah, real good guy. And uh, Engine oh, Tom up north, RPM uh, Rob, yeah, that, that Paul was uh, suggesting was a really good racer as well. He's a racer, yeah. A um, little interesting feedback uh, about him. It seems like he, he yeah, out, out there he's known. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not in the same category or he's in the or, racing, the race, the dri- racer part, driving, yeah, racing. I think, I think. Paul's portrayal is one that a friend would project maybe a, a little bit on the high side. <laughs> For those of the folks that also know RPM, uh, he, he got knocked down to a little bit uh, less than a superstar racer, but nevertheless got a lot of respect from some of those guys. You know, it's kind of funny, Ed, and I, just to get off topic a little bit here, you can't help but see some of the humorous posts on Facebook, <laughs> and there's been some good ones of late, and whether it's guys that have known each other forever that grew up with this they're ba- still battling it out <laughs> you know it's one thing you break each other's balls in your 20s these guys in their 30s and 40s so i love the fact that what this also does this mini bike craze it allows us to still be kids mm-hmm. you know 
and and there's a lot of talk because guys are racing now. And, well, and, I saw and, a post on Facebook. Yeah, and everybody. If you haven't, if you haven't grown up by sixty, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. So th- there's some racing going on now, and the guys, the racers, are talking a little, little bit of, little bit of. Uh, oh, they always do. Yeah, that. and the, and the builders, and a lot of the old guys, and a lot of the new guys, and. You know, I, I, here's what it just tells me. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of interest in, in, in the, the mini bike mm-hmm. craze and the, the racing element and the going fast and the building aspect of it. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. I wish, I, I do wish that we had more appropriate places to ride. And that continues to be our biggest push up here. Uh, you know, the days where you toss newspapers from the tacos with your buddy, mm-hmm. it's a different world out there now, right? Yeah. And, and it's still kind of a roll of the dice as to whether or not you want to bring out your old 68 Bonanza or maybe your $5,000 Pro Mod drag bike to the riverbed to see if you can get a couple rides in without maybe getting your bike taken away. You know, it's... That's what I'm afraid of, taking your bike out and getting confiscated or taken away and not getting it back. What are what have been some of the experiences and stories that you have about those back in the day? Any of them good? I've got a lot of tickets. Is that what, Was that the extent of it? They would give yeah, you just tick- tickets, yeah. I got so many tickets to judge, the juvenile judge at the courthouse already knew who I was. <laughs> Where oh, is you here again? Oh, yeah. Just well, like the judge was the same, though. Wasn't it also that the kind of the cops who were yanking you over, weren't they kind of, it wasn't it the same fat guy well, that, you know, you saw on the Saturdays or the same young cop that wanted it for his son? Yeah, there were so many of us, I think, making so much noise that people would just start complaining. There's just too many of these kids doing that. And so guys take the mufflers out. Put a straight pipe. Yeah. You get the backfiring, you know. That was us. <laughs> and here you go. It goes a cop. You know, yeah. everybody just takes off. So yeah. Sometimes you get caught. Sometimes you don't. So, uh, who else is on that list of uh, characters? Oh, Edwin. I, oh yeah. You don't Edwin. see Edwin too much anymore. Yeah, Edwin's. Uh, Does anybody talk to him? I think that uh, Charles may. He's on Facebook. He's on Facebook. He? He's yeah. into bicycles a lot now. Yeah, he's bicycling. If uh, you have a chance, or if you'd talk to him, I think it's always been open. I'd love to have Edwin join us. Mm-hmm. Maybe Edwin could sit down with us in one of those roundtable ta- round uh, podcasts. Yeah. His He's name seems to guy. pop up. Yeah. What are your memories of Edwin on your end? I was going racing with him up at Ventura when Paul was putting that event on. That was so much fun. That was great. What were your memories of that, Bill? Just I won one race. I won a race. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Was but it, it was it was it's not about so much winning, just participating in something like that. So how that turned out to be like a couple night deal where you'd pack up the truck and get ready to take off the following morning and roll up and get back that night? Yeah, just a one day thing. Who who would you go up there with? I'd go by myself. Or I'll bring my cousin will come with me, or my friend my friend Johnny. He would come and meet up with everybody up there. And who was up there? Ed and everybody else or everybody was there. Remember any of those guys back then? Yeah, it was uh, all the guys that I named were all up there. Sure. I, think, I don't think Mac went though. No, Mac didn't go. Mac didn't go, but uh, Gar- Rodney, Gar- Rodney lost it. Remember yeah, Rodney fell in that turn. Yeah, and it, it's out. on. It's on YouTube, I think. Yeah, yeah. knocked himself out. Yeah. yeah, we were talking, but we did like a little deal where we uh, did a name game, uh, and I think you've got a lot of those same names that Paul had because, for the most part, despite how big it was, it was the same group of guys, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's it's big, but it's small. So when you went up to El Mirage, when was that? How many months? May. May. Yeah. What was the What was the climate like there? Because I know they've you know they've had some issues there. It was warm, but it was really windy. They couldn't race on Sunday; it was just too darn windy. They just they shut it down. 
how long did you get to drive around there? All day. I even drove in the, in the wind. It was fine because I stayed up there. Yeah. And uh, it was nice, really nice. I liked it. So we've got a couple of things coming up in the podcast. Uh, we've got Tim from Miski who's going to oh, be joining cool. us. And Ed, we've got to make a little bit more room on the table because Charles is going to join us as well. We gotta find this. Let's see, one, two. Yeah, we're, we're, we got a task for all of us, and and it, it continues to be uh, a good thing for us because many of the guys whose names pop up, like Iski, you know, they've caught the podcast mm-hmm. and they've made the. We're so. There's a YouTube video of him on my bonanza. Uh, how long ago was that video shot? A couple years. Oh, really? I'd like to get our hands of that. Two or three years ago. Yeah, point us to that. We'll put it in the podcast. And Iski seems to be. Well, I like most of the guests. They're kind of our age. You know, he's he's just doing his deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, the stories we're going to, I'm sure, hear from him, just the stories about his dad alone. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's doing really well with his business, so that's going to be cool. Uh, another uh, guy that we brought up who's going to be on the show uh, is a, a guy, and actually he is out of uh, Lancaster or Palmdale. I keep getting those two confused. Sean Reed? Yeah. Yeah. We said, I think we said. He's putting out some nice mini bikes. I've seen him on Facebook. Did you see the latest ones? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's uh, he's just another example, Bill, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. is that, uh, you know, we're kind of, most of the guys that have been on the show, we're in our 50s and our 60s, but these young guys are, are really, really into it. Yeah, they're taking it to the next level now. You know, drag bikes and stuff. That, back then, they didn't have no drag bikes. They just had a bike and rode on the street, but now these guys are getting really creative. Yeah. Really good. There, the in fact, Big Rick, another one of the hopefully uh, upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast guests. In fact, Charles and I had been talking about who we could maybe get. And you know, when you think about it, it's tough when you do a podcast with three people, let alone four or five or six. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to. You know, it's got to be a little bit more focused than our our casual style, the way we wing things here. But having those guys come around, you really want to be somewhat selective in terms of who you have. Mm-hmm. So uh, Charles is hoping to join us, and he also mentioned maybe getting uh, Vernell Home Alone to join us and see if we can maybe get Big Rick. Um, I, I would like to have as many folks as we can, but not all at once. So maybe we get a nice group the first time and then continue that on an intermittent basis because we've got a few more podcasts we're going to do before the show. And I'm hopeful that we'll be seeing you at the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. The uh, oh, October yeah. date looked good for you as we sure, speak. no problem. Because we'll, otherwise we'd be a little embarrassed when we try to duck you to the Hall of <laughs> Fame. Not, there, not, there. not there. <laughs> Although that did happen to me last year when uh, Home Alone couldn't make oh, it yeah, out there. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I pretended I was him. It didn't go over. Uh, I think I'm just, something about me, just, I just don't look like him. Um, Ed, we have, um, we have a little bit of business to talk about, uh, but we still have some time. If I can do anything to help on the Powell, uh, you know, that's a, that's a SEMA show bike. I bought a, a Powell kit that was uh, lingering at Paul's shop. Mm. And I was able to sweet talk Ed into helping me put that together. Have you ever uh, had a Powell in any of your... Uh, no, I have not. In your stable? Never been a mm. Powell guy? You're lucky. Yeah. I, there's a guy in the neighborhood that had one. And it was the weirdest looking thing. They are. We all just stayed away from it. <laughs> yeah, I got like that with like the tote goats and those Thule Troopers too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did own a Thule Trooper. I kind of fell into it. And I didn't mind it once I had it. It was kind of, you know, they had that seat that was the suspension. The way that it was set up. But it was so big and so, so, so big, I guess. Yeah. But I love that, that back 
where it looked like a pickup truck. You know, it had a little bed in it. And I'm sure that somebody cre- uh, creative like you could take one of those Thule Troopers and get that thing down and use that <laughs> box and put an engine in that rear end. Get some airbags going. There you, you know? Go, man. Yeah, put so, a springer on it. And something. isn't it always those bikes, those ones that we really just, it's like a four-door Nova. <laughs> you know? Or like a four-door muscle yeah, car. It's like they just don't too work. Too bad it's not a two-door. Yeah, but now look yeah. what's happening. Now look what's happening. Particularly not only with the cars, but also anything four-door. They're calling them quad cabs. So that old 64 Nova, they had the four doors. It's like, nah, I don't want it. It's not it. It's not it. All the coupes are going. Yeah, the, the, it's hard. All the so cars the, are so going. So the four doors, are, and especially the four-door wagons, they're mm-hmm. getting away with it. And when there's nothing else out there, so who knows? Maybe we'll start getting into ugly Thule Troopers and, <laughs> and tote coats and start blowing those things out. You know, you mentioned those airbags. Christ, that could be that could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> this what uh, you need another project, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want no part of no that? No more, no. Um, hey, who are some of the guys back in the day that you just don't see around anymore? You ever you ever have any of those? Hey, whatever happened to to that guy? Because I noticed there's a little bit of that when we do these podcasts. Any of those guys you haven't seen around in a while that you're wondering about? Probably like Tom Props. He's he's kind of gone away a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, I think uh, Engine Tom. He's selling off a lot of bikes. Yeah, now. I saw that. Yeah. What's the deal with Engine Tom? Is he a big collector similar to everybody he's in else? Pontiacs. Yeah. And he's got oh. a shop up there in Merced. Mer- uh, yes, Modesto. Modesto, the automotive shop. Yeah. And what? I th- he, he had mini bikes. He had Pontiacs running his shop. Yeah. So he just wants to focus on the car business now, not so much the mini bikes. Was Were the mini bikes some of the things that he was letting go? or? Yeah, he's letting. I think he wants to sell everything off. I think he's got some on eBay right now. Yeah, I think he has. Really? He's yeah. got some tacos on, yeah, on eBay some right tacos now. Yeah, some tacos on eBay right now. Well, there's a little heads up then for and some of you guys. And a chopper fork. Bonanza chopper fork. Oh, yeah. Frame, huh. No mm-hmm. engine plate. Yeah, he's parting that one out, And I a think. sissy bar for yeah. a chopper. Huh. Yeah, I'm pretty good with, with parts. I've always just wanted to get that next model. You know, I've had it two or three of the CR 400s. I'd like to get a 500. 500 with the jack shaft mounts? Yeah, and the, and the 100. Yeah, you know, I think some of those ran with the jack shafts and the five horsepower, and then you got the the, the big kahuna, the 100cc. Oh, Hodaka. Yeah, that was the one. I, and I would think I'd like to kind of go in that direction. I was telling these guys, I'm getting old, man. I can't pull start an engine. <laughs> I got to have Kickstarters all the time. How's How about, your arms? Uh, this one's still bad, Ed. You know, choppers ride like this. Yeah, well, those choppers. They're like the... They're probably the, the, <laughs> the worst built geometric, geometrically in terms of riding it and comfortability. It was like what I saddled Jake with, with that, that frame and with that fork. You know, and even those choppers, the way that they're set up, it's just, it's going to be a shitty ride. Mm-hmm. But they look so damn they cool. Look, they look, they're so cool. It's like, yeah, it's like anything cool. else then. You know, it's like I used to get all these cars and slam them and then... I'd have to delicately cross every speed bump and intersection because yeah. you scrape the shit out of it. But after a while, it's like the things you got to do to look cool, right? Um, yeah, I'd like to take a moment uh, as we kind of finish up the podcast here. And, you know, we've had some support from many of folks that, as you look around that have helped us, not just with the podcast, but with the event. And I'd like to recognize just a few of those folks right now. CRC, particularly our folks over at Brake Clean, thank you for all the help. It's so cool what I do with those guys. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but everybody who came to the event, whether you were a participant or just walked in, uh, think about it. Some Saturday morning, you walk into the show, you come in, see all these cool mini bikes, you leave with a $10 can of brake clean. Mm-hmm. Not bad for a gearhead, right? 
so they've always been there helping me out and uh, they're big supporters of roadkill and I appreciate that as well everybody loves brake clean so the job's easy with them I'd also like to recognize the folks over at Pioneer uh, Pioneer car the folks over at Pioneer uh, Pioneer car audio Emmanuel I think I just may have shared with you their latest new bass speaker that we've got to get our hands on a watt one yeah in my Prius oh could you imagine <laughs> fucking shake your right eye those guys just get it you know not only with their complete product line but just in terms of you know when I was when I was rolling out roadkill opportunities you know there's you tell the story to a lot of people but only a few of them really get it right at the beginning they're like that Pioneer is just not only is their product really good but they're they're just great supporters of all the things that are really worth their time, effort, and investment. So we They've thank you for that. For a long time. They have, you know. Yeah. I remember Pioneer, uh -huh. and man, I, I don't know. There was that bad stretch, just like there was that bad stretch of cars in the '80s. But there was a bad stretch where we were using Craco and Jensen. Craco, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But Buy shit, what do we know? Kmart. What do we know? What do we know? Right? And 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 yeah, the Pioneers and. There was a couple other folks that would pop up, but Pioneer was always like, man, I'd like to get a Pioneer. It's like, shit, I can't even afford a car payment, let alone having a, <laughs> a car stereo. But thank you. For, uh, those guys have a lot of cool things, including uh, one of the other projects. See, uh, just so that you know, I'm an equal opportunity pain in the ass. So not only do I bug and bother you, but I've been doing that with Jake. So he's, he's assembled Frankenstein, but he's also finishing up the project that we oh, had with yeah, you, which Pioneer is the Pioneer right? deal. Well, that's good. And that's got a cool fairing built. Oh, cool. Uh, in fact, you may like it. It's got a fairing. It's, the seat has like the subwoofer in it. It's like a toilet. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, it, it's a little much, but it, it, it's going to get the job done. Mm -hmm. uh, we used an old Rutman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had, a, I had a Rutman that had been redone, two of them actually, and we um, it didn't have many miles on it. And... Uh, or hours, I should say, and, and it's going to make a nice project. Hopefully, we'll see that back, too. So we've been doing that, and that's a Pioneer bike, and that'll be given away at an upcoming Roadkill Night event. I'd also like to thank the guys from Laidback. Laidback is, um, Hondo has a company where it's not only cool T-shirts, but it's tins, like that cool Ford tin up there, that are just uh, cool stuff for the garage. There's another one, the Laidback garage tin in the back there. So they make a bunch of old, cool collectibles. I got one of their little... Cool cups, uh, auto guy. This guy's into cars, old motorcycles, and barbecue. Oh wow! And his T-shirt and his mm -hmm. T-shirt lines all seem to have that same style. Cool cars, cool barbecues, the South, mm -hmm. laid back. The cool. guy, and the guy just comes across that way. So he's been he's been a uh, he's been involved helping us out here too. So thank you to Hondo and everybody else who's been a part of this stupid thing so far to date. Uh, in addition to that, all my mini bike. Sponsors, the folks from Campbell Automotive, uh, all of our local folks that are partners helping us put that event together, uh, the folks from Steady Garage, uh, the folks from Honda of Glendale. And if there's anybody else I missed, uh, I apologize, but we'll be back doing this again a little bit later on. Ed, um, I don't know about you, but I'm going to, in addition to working on the mini bikes, I just finished up that trailer. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take off on that trailer in August, but when we come back, we're going to talk with um, Tim from Miski, as I talked about. Sean's going to be back here, but maybe you can help me as we close out, because we only have a couple more episodes before the show mm -hmm. come October the 1st. Maybe you could help us find another guest that you think 
and you guys, Bill, as well. If there's somebody that you think, or if anybody that's listening has somebody that they think they'd like to hear on the podcast, we probably have a slot or two maybe open, and then we would have done 12 episodes um, this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that, uh, you know, we can have some folks that maybe have a little bit of a different spin. But uh, how about some shout-outs, Ed? And uh, Bill is you as well. I know we talked about your wife. We talked about your dad. Is there anybody else that in a day in a life is a cool person in your eyes you'd like to say hi to? All right, then. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think I named everybody on my list. Yeah, good. So, Shout out you know. to all the homeboys in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. All my Facebook buddies out there. Yeah, my friend JD, he's moving to Texas. I'm I heard sad J- about that. Who mentioned something about JD uh, uh, getting a little bit out of the mini bike scene? Was that what they meant? He was he was moving. Yeah, he's going to Texas. It happens. Yeah. Who uh, else, Eddie? Oh, there was a ton of guys were reaching out to you on the Facebook. Yeah, you got a bunch of guys that. What can you what can you tell them? Anything new on your end? Health's good. I know. Uh, Health's you're, been pretty good. My yeah. knees getting better. Back's getting better. Getting better. Good. Yeah, I want to um, I want to uh, recognize a couple of folks that have helped me of late. Uh, Alan, Alan Jossie from SEMA. He handles all the guys who make truck parts. All the truck manufacturers go to specific hall, the truck hall. And he's helping me out with a couple of things that could ultimately help not only um, a couple of clients of mine, but also the mini bike world. So thanks to him. Uh, a couple of friends, uh, Ray Carparelli from Utica, New York. Uh, we've got... Uh, a lot of good things happening. A lot, in fact, Marv from Utica, he decided he's going to come out and help us with the event this year as well. So if you haven't had a chance to meet the infamous Marv, he'll be there at the show this year, October the 1st. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit before we close the show about uh, some business, and it includes the event. Uh, you know, Ed, part of the problem I had with the dyno is that it was not really well promoted, so folks didn't really come prepared. And I really didn't know in terms of the numbers of dyno poles we're going to actually need right. to facilitate everybody. So the last thing I want to do is make anybody upset that came there with their heart set of getting that bike or their work all that time to get the engine built for the show to get on the dyno and be unable to get on there. So I'm working with my guy, Lou, who's the dyno guy, and it's a one-man operation, and it's one roller, mm. and it takes time for each, each pull and each bike to come off and on. So what I want to do is it's not quite 90 days or less before the mini bike show comes around. And you know I don't hawk stuff. You know, if you come to the event, you come. If you want to go to the website or if you want to look at it or like it, I don't care about that. We very often, very rarely talk about that, I should say. But I do want to say that if you would like to come to the show and you'd like to be sure that you get on the dyno, it's pre-register. Go to the, right. go to, go to the site. Uh, it's joesminibikereunion.com. And there's a register icon. Just go there. And if you don't use a credit card because you just don't want to use a credit card, just register and then email that to me, and I'll send you my address, and you can send a check. So if you're a cash guy, we can do that too. But just pre-register so I can get you on the list so that if it gets – and I, it's a good problem to have, but it got to a point where we knew that we no longer could facilitate walk-ups, then at least you'd know. So that you didn't roll up to the show hoping to get on the dyno and be yeah. let down. So there's a little business. Uh, we're not charging any more money to come just because we have the dyno. It, this is not our style. Our style is just to come. So I'll ask those of you that are into mini bikes, all the fans of Evil Ed and the folks that um, are into tacos. Like, Well, they can't be into tacos like you are, Bill, but the folks that have that passion for tacos, if you'd like to come out, 
be a part of it. It's October the 1st at beautiful uh, Locker Center here at CV Park. Quite a nice bike show up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I always, uh, I'm my own worst critic, and I, I just envision that one day to be full, and that little hill to be full, and that parking lot to be full. And, you know, we're not there yet. It takes time. Uh, it's been five years, but it's still a new deal. You know yeah, how it is yeah. in Southern oh, yeah. California. It takes time. Doesn't it? Yeah. You know, um, I go to that two-stroke extravaganza, which is an epic event. You know, it tracks like Jay Leno. And, and, and not just two-stroke motorcycles, two-stroke anything. I love that show. And even that one. It's tough to to just pack them in, mm-hmm. you know? Like They need to get Jay Leno on a minibike. I don't know if Jay Leno's anxious to get on a minibike after what had happened with that I car. Know, I, he might flip the minibike. Did you see that? Oh, that's sad. He flipped that hemi under glass. Yeah. Was, yeah. Well, he didn't flip it. The, 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 he yeah. was well, that was, and, and that was even what made it tougher. Yeah. And then I just fast forwarded that you, God forbid, if there was a fatality. That would have been such a oh. nightmare. Oh, yeah. And that poor guy felt so bad afterwards, you could just tell. I heard that wasn't the, the real car. That was a duplicate that they were in, the real ones. Yeah, well, good for that. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. hopefully That's good. But, but yeah. that, was, that, was, that was a close call. Yeah. And we talked about that, too. These mini bikes are known to do worse than that. People look at them. They're so cool and so small. They get on them. And oh, they yeah. get their ass handed to them, right? Uh, Bill, thanks for coming on the show. All right, great. Uh, not that bad, huh? <laughs> no, How do you feel okay. now? Feel a bit better? Yeah, I'm feeling better now. Thank you. Good. Um, before we go, give these guys a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of even if we come up with a couple two or three of them you know that there's a lot of sites out there yes and there's a lot of quote-unquote sources or contacts that folks will look to get when they're trying to put back together their taco mm-hmm. or maybe find that part or find out an answer to a question about an appropriate part um, I just brought out 25 pages of, of, of pages of, of information so I know there's got to be millions of of places to go. Can you tell any of these taco lovers that may be listening to the podcast mm-hmm. any bits of information or any tips or tricks or any suggestions about where you think the most helpful sources for taco information are? Man, it's kind of hard. You got to go everywhere. You got to go through eBay, your local newspaper, uh, internet. Max Mini Max, Yeah, Max Mini Bike uh, Swap Meet that he has in January. Or maybe even uh, email me. You can go, I think, on Facebook, Taco Bill's Mini Bike Garage, and send me, send me something. Maybe I can help you out or direct you the right way. You know, I would think that because of the, the fact that it's such a generic description of a mini bike taco, yes. that there's got to be a lot of folks that are not only looking to buy, but folks that are advertising parts as taco parts mm-hmm. or buying parts as taco parts that really aren't. Yes. So that's what I'm getting at. If there's anything that you... If there's a site, or if you're going to make yourself available intermittently, that'd be cool. But if, if there's a more legitimate sites out there, or, or sites that you think are a little bit more reputable, so that they know that they're getting the right parts. Go maybe Taco Don's with the SteensMiniBikes.com. He's pretty. He has a lot of information on there. Great. Yeah, that's, Donnie, a, that's a good. Site. Yeah, that's a good site there. How about any things that you can tell folks that are dead giveaways, either when it's looking at a frame, or you say a lot of these taco. Some of those covers. zebras look like tacos. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, take a picture of it and maybe email it to me. Maybe I can help you out that way. I've seen a lot of people call a, a zebra taco. They mm. look similar. They're similar, you yeah. Can, uh, you can, once you start knowing the little things about them, you can tell if it's a zebra or a taco. And every taco has a serial number? 
Not everyone. Really? Some of them don't. Some of them don't. Yeah, those are the ones that you can buy as just a frame from Steens. Okay. And then you just put your own stuff on it. So those came unnumbered. That's why some guys will have a bike with no numbers on it. And uh, that's why you buy it as a kit. So then on the 22s, you can tell by the back loop that comes up if they're powder pinched, they'll tell you what year it is. Oh, okay. Well, look, uh, thank you. Okay. Thanks for spending some time in the garage. Thanks for giving us a little bit of a history lesson on the tacos. I hope it helped out. Yeah, I'm, it, let's face it. That bike is, uh, again, probably one of the more iconic brands that, that folks talk about when they talk about mini bikes. And uh, it was nice to get it right from the expert himself, you. <laughs> uh, William Perea, Taco Bill, thanks for joining us on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. The evil one, what's left with you the rest of the week? Got a busy week ahead of you? Oh, I just got to finish up one more tank. <sighs> I fired up my drag bike last week. How'd that sound? What is What's, yeah, what's the engine you have in there? I had problems. I had a... a Blue Wazoo, Uncle Frank's Blue Wazoo. Fired it up in the fuel pump uh, pulse. For sucking from the manifold to the fuel pump was sucking gas right directly into the manifold, so it was running real rich. Shut it off, drained it out, ordered a new fuel pump. I got them today. Uh, ate the sealer in my gas tank, so I gotta get a different tank. I put, I put nitro <laughs> methane mixed oh, with alcohol. Shit. Oh, that stuff's some killer stuff. I'm gonna go online to Craigslist see if I can find an air conditioner for the truck. What year is it? Oh, mine's '99 Chevy Silverado. Yeah, we don't want you heating up on us. It's gonna be hot these next coming months. We do have a little bit of information. Uh, we may be filming the upcoming August editions of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast at an air conditioned badass reception area of one of the leading wheel manufacturers in our aftermarket industry located here in Southern California. So it's just going to be too hot and we could probably use a little break, especially if we shoot that uh, episode where we have a, a little conference of folks. I wouldn't want to bring them in a hot, sweaty garage in August. Um, and then I'd also like to, um, uh, I was talking about taking off on my trailer. That's my little plan is to get that little trailer going. Emmanuel, you recently took off was it for two days on your little excursion yep. you got a little you got yeah, a i good saw a picture of him laying on the beach somewhere <laughs> that was yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yeah he went to the beach well he left to go to the beach at one o'clock oh yeah. really yeah he was chilling out like a couple hours later he's on the beach huh yeah he, he's living the life you kidding me no but you uh you had a fun time on the couple days you took off and uh, you had a good trailer experience with the folks at happy campers didn't you happier campers happier yeah campers. They, you can rent out vintage trailers like the old Bowlers and trilliums. Really? Yeah. And so I'm having a meeting with them tomorrow, see what else I can do with them, uh, videos or, or whatnot, just to help promote the business. And they have their new uh, Happier Camper HC1. You've probably seen it on, on Facebook, the one where you can change things on the inside. So you can go from a regular camper to a toy hauler. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, wow. put a bed in, take a bed out. You know, wow. Yeah, and, and, and now they're asking about mini bikes. I'm like, yeah, you can put like you can put like three or four of them inside one of those. So it's, right. yeah, they're, they're definitely gonna be it's gonna be a good meeting and they're great people. I walked outside and you know, like I got this little cool trailer here. In my mind, I'm like Mr. Trailer now. You can't be showing up on my block with no trailer, right? So I walk out there, I see another cool vintage trailer. I get all puffed up. <laughs> around, it's like, oh, it's in front of Emmanuel. It's like, like so, when you were little. You couldn't, yeah, it's yeah, like, I wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I, I didn't get any request <laughs> yeah, to have a trailer on my block. So I go out there and it's him and he's, 
his kids are in there having a good time. And that's the thing about it. Again, it, it, they were older looking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you were in that, you know, people see you driving around in the um, uh, Cruise America motor homes. You can oh, always, yeah. It's like, nah, it, it's, it's back in that vintage time. They look so cool. Uh, yeah, I'm into the trailers. You know, we bopped around from cars to mini bikes to motorcycles, but the trailers, I don't know if you ever got into them. I, I've got that bug now. So we use that for registration at the event. Um, yeah, happier campers. That seemed like a pretty cool thing. And they're rentals, right? Yeah. Buck 25 a night. Love that, right? Not bad. That's good. There's even places now where you don't do anything. Uh, they do that, too, if you want them to. Yeah. Oh, they'll, cool. do, they'll do the delivery setup. And you're so good you to call go. them up. Oh, wow. You say, look, I'm going to be at uh, Thornhill Brom on the 18th of August through the 20th. And not only do they deliver it, they set it up, they level it, they fire up the generator, they plug it in, they plug in the uh, the dark water deal, mm-hmm. and they, they'll leave the key somewhere, you know, usually like on the top of the tire or inside where they have the propane, and you just get that key, open the door, <laughs> and then when you're done, you're set. when you're done, you, leave the key you back turn it off there. and you leave the key back in there, they come and pick it up. Mm-hmm. So you drive there without having to tow it, you use it, you're done using it, I can go home. Wow. <laughs> and you're right on the beach. I, I had, not only have I used, I use SoCal Airstream, which is just another one of these companies. I, I like what Happier Camper was doing it because the Airstream, I felt like it's a bit pretentious because they're so expensive and gaudy. But I got the small one, so I didn't feel that bad. But the Happier Campers are like you got you got the cruise in somebody's vintage oh, muscle car. With a Prius. Yeah, Prius. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, are they fiberglass? Yeah, nine hundred pounds. Yeah, so, so yeah, well, that's not bad. That's and, and here's the thing: as I've gotten into the trailers, I'm on the sites. I'm buying the picture books. I've got one vintage camper book. It's like a, it's like a pictorial. It's all color photos. Uh-huh. And every one of them, to a T, either have a cool old custom car or truck pulling them, or it's not just parking the trailer. They set out a themed carpet with the themed canopy and themed oh, yeah. props. And all of them have either a Cushman or a Honda. None of them have a domestic hardcore Bonanza taco mini bike. So, so ours, the one that we're doing, it's, you know, I use like the seats that are similar to the Ducati. I, we're, we're, it's black and white. We're trying to keep it somewhat mm-hmm. automotive looking. But I'm going to try to give that cues of an automotive trailer in the hopes to one day like Ed, what we've done, we've built many bikes for companies. Mm-hmm. I like to build a trailer for an automotive company so that it's almost like a portable, uh, not only carrier, but also a work area with drop down benches and maybe a little lift. You know how cool that could be like just a working. Oh, okay. But that's for another show, another episode. Thanks for joining us, Ed. Thanks for the good times. And thanks for hooking us up with uh, Taco Bill. All right. No problem. Pleasure. Yeah. Guys, you. it's Joe's uh, Mini Bike Reunion podcast number eight in the can. And we will be back with Tim as well as Charles Mini Drag Bike. Yes, that's right, Charles Mini Drag Bike. Mosley in the house is a guest host sitting alongside Evil Led. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.